0: Homage to the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha. The question that's been asked is With regards to the Avijja Sutta, I noticed there were two occasions that mindfulness or sati appeared in the Kusala path, so Sati Sampajanya and Sati Patana. May I ask, are they different or are they the same? Can you explain more on this, please? So questions come in on certain Sutta meditations, and this is one of them. So this is in relation to the Avijja Sutta, Anguttara Nikaya, chapter ten, discourse number sixty-one. If you remember, in this particular Sutta, the Buddha gives a pathway. So the akusala pathway, the unwholesome pathway that leads to breeding more ignorance. The kusala path is the pathway that leads to knowledge and liberation. When you look at the inside pathways, on the left you have the unwholesome pathway, akusala. So you have associating with bad people is the nutriment for hearing the wrong dhamma. When you hear the wrong dhamma, that's the nutriment for lacking conviction. When you lack conviction, you have unwise contemplation, ayonis manasikara in Pali. When that happens, it's the nutriment for lacking in mindfulness and clear comprehension. That is the nutriment then for non-restraint of the sense faculties. That in turn means the three kinds of misconduct through body, speech and mind. And that in turn leads to the five hindrances. And the five hindrances is the nutriment for ignorance. So that's the akusala path. The question is really around the kusala path, the wholesome path. You can see the contrast you start with associating with good people. People that are walking and developing the Noble Eightfold Path. It is the nutriment for hearing the true dhamma, saddhamma in Pali. When that's there, it is the nutriment for conviction or saddha in Pali. Conviction or confidence in Buddha dhamma means that one is able to have wise contemplation, yoniso manisikara. When you have yoniso manisikara, that is the nutriment for mindfulness and clear comprehension. So this is the sati sampajanya. When that is there, that is the nutriment for restraint of the sense faculties. When you have restraint of the sense faculties, then it is the nutriment for the three kinds of good conduct through body, speech and mind. That in turn becomes a nutriment for the four establishments of mindfulness, satipatthana. And therefore, one is able to activate the seven factors of enlightenment or develop them to their fulfillment and that in turn is the nutriment for true knowledge and liberation. So back to the question that was asked about the Kusala insight pathway, the one that leads to true knowledge and liberation. There are two instances where mindfulness is being referred to. So the first one is mindfulness and clear comprehension, (sati Janya, that is the nutriment for restraint of the sense faculties. And the second one is the four establishments of mindfulness, which is satipatthana. That is the nutriment for the seven factors of enlightenment. So the way to view them is that they are similar, but they're also different. They're similar because mindfulness is active or being actively developed throughout this insight pathway, but different in their nourishment and fulfillment. So it's based on the wisdom that is developed in the contemplation of each part of this insight pathway. Initially, what we do is we apply the Buddha's wisdom. Then later, we are able to apply our own wisdom via our spiritual faculties. So, when our spiritual faculties become sharper, then what happens is this starts to get activated and it flows more fully. Now, in simple terms, let's look at the first part mindfulness and clear comprehension, sati sampajanya. So when we look at this, we see that it is nourished by wise contemplation, yoniso manisikara. What this means is that we are abandoning the wrong view with right view through wise contemplation. If you remember from the Mahacattarisaka Sutta, this is Nikāya Discourse number 117, how mindfulness is activated is one makes an effort to abandon the wrong view and to enter upon right view. This is one's right effort. Mindfully, one abandons wrong view. Mindfully, one enters upon and abides in right view. This is one's right mindfulness. Thus, these three states run and circle around right view. That is, right view, right effort, and right mindfulness. So if we do this, then we clearly discern or comprehend that right view has been established. What we then understand when we have this mindfulness and clear comprehension is that This becomes the nutriment for restraint of the sense faculties. Now, what that means is we know that sense restraint, Indriya Sanghara, is needed to cut off any further sensory impingement that would allow wrong view to come back in, to re-enter. So this Sati Sampajanya, mindfulness and clear comprehension, becomes the nourishment for sense restraint. The next instance is the four establishments of mindfulness, Satipatthana. This is nourished by three kinds of good conduct or tini sucharita in Pali. We also know this as ten wholesome conduct by body, speech and mind, which we know in Pali as dasakusala. So this means that from sense restraint, we understand the need to develop and maintain good conduct as a way to protect the mind with right view that has already been developed. Again, we apply right view, right effort and right mindfulness. And this is to ensure that our mindfulness is still activated or still active. At this point, mindfulness has been developed to a higher degree of fulfillment. And that is why it is called Satipatthana, because it is really establishing mindfulness with right view that there is this physical nutriment, we should not take it as mine, and that it does not last. And there is this truth of birth that results in aging, sickness and death. When this is established free of perversions or mental corruptions in one's view, it becomes the nutriment for the fulfillment of the enlightenment factors or bojangas in Pali. Mindfulness is also an enlightenment factor, sati-bojanga. So it is further developed to fulfillment. This is also explained in Sanyutta Nikaya, Chapter 46, Discourse number 38. or those suttas that are very similar to overcome hindrances. So we can see that throughout the kusala pathway, the wholesome pathway, we are actively developing mindfulness all the way through to its fulfillment. And it works alongside with right view. When we talk about mindfulness, and in particular right mindfulness, it's good to note that the Buddha teaches about mindfulness within the context of the Bodhipakya Dhammas. So the Buddha talks about mindfulness in the context of the Noble Eightfold Path, in the context of spiritual faculties and powers, in the context of developing the establishments of mindfulness, in the context of the bojangas, or enlightenment factors. You also see in the Mahachatarisaka Sutta that the Buddha talks about how it works with right view and right effort, that it activates the Noble Eightfold Path. So within that, if you are learning about mindfulness, it's very important to understand that mindfulness is not a singular practice all on its own. It works in conjunction. So if we take the example of activating the Noble Eightfold Path, we begin with right view, because if we don't begin with right view, we may be practicing with the wrong view. If we practice with the wrong view, it leads to wrong intention, wrong speech, wrong action, wrong livelihood. Wrong effort, wrong mindfulness, and wrong concentration. If we activate the part that begins with right view, right intention, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. As we said before, meditation is about development, development of the body, development of virtue, development of mind, and development of wisdom. So what is very clear about right mindfulness is that it goes hand in hand with right view to develop wisdom. And that is why we focus on insight pathways to follow the Buddha's instruction so you develop the right path and practice. We can end our session here. Let's share the merit with all sentient beings. May all beings be happy and well. May all beings be free from suffering. Blessings of the Triple Gem. Wishing you all well.